Mike Staley Podcast. Hey, guess who went to bed after 10 o'clock last night? Me, 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 me. Five and a half hours sleep again. Woo! This is me. This is me, and I'm gonna fall freaking apart. That's how I am. Oh, love. Hey, so this is gonna be a great show because despite the fact, I think my body's acclimating to getting maybe two hours Mike's sleep. Daily podcast. Uh, no, I got more than two hours sleep. But it's F- episode 1659. And you know what? That's good because. Mike's Daily Podcast. 1659 was the year that something happened and it's not important now i'm going to sing to you something and i don't live in portland live in castro valley that's in the bay area and people love to walk around and say things like duh Duh. what just happened benita is going to be stopping by mike's Daily podcast. The disgruntled fiddle player and the brewmaster. I did get a nice long nap yesterday, so that was pretty good. But it's Mike's the dog days of summer. Podcast. Florence and the yeah. nightingales and the machine people. And I have to say, I am just I I'm beaten down by my weekend job, though I have not been at it for weeks now. For some reason, the scheduling is just a, always a nightmare, always a complete mess. And I, I talked to you about it over and over again. But look who just walked in! Hi, Mike. It's Benita the Rodeo Queen. How y'all doing? And it's a disgruntled fiddle player. Tell you what? What? I'm not sure if I'm supposed to be here or not. I mean, I don't know if it was on the schedule. Yeah. Well, schedule making is very difficult. I mean, you've got, uh, let's see, these calendar programs that teach you how to make a schedule and you like input certain things into the schedule and it's pretty difficult. So look who else walked in. Hello, Mike. I make the delicious root beer. I am the brewmaster. I'm pouring some for you right now. I'll cut you. Don't, please don't. Okay. Hey. There is a lot to talk about today. First off, I wanted to get to the podcast picture, which I already know what it is. So I'm going to tell it to you right now. There's a little problem. I don't know what it already is. And here's today's podcast picture. But we'll show it to you. Should I do a fair one? What should I do? An unfair one? The fair is going on. The one nice thing about all this weekend time I'm getting is that... um, (laughs) (laughs) I know exactly what podcast picture I'm posting It's from yesterday (laughs) Ah, Maybe this is why I wait to the very last second To tell you what the podcast picture is Yesterday my lovely lady friend Was having a meeting with some people She's going to be starting a new job And I'm really happy for her And I think we should give her a rousing round Red, round, rousy, rousy, wrestler, rousy uh, applause. (laughs) For that she's going to have a new job. And this, so she's having dinner with the new employers. And I went walking with my lovely dog, Basil the Boxer, who's close to 10 years old now. 
and we go up to the top of this hill across the way from Fairmont Ridge. I'm not going to be specific. Oh, I think I just was. But it's in Castro Valley. And it has a pretty nice view. And right now, there's these wildflowers popping up everywhere. And they're all in these beautiful burgundy colors. I'm very important. And it's very nice. There's all kinds of purples and deep reds and blues and things. I don't think there's blue. But there's so, all these weird little... And it's this wildflower that it's like a tiny, really... Well, it's a... It's a long, it's not tiny, it's a long, thin stem. And at the end is this puffy little, beautiful little wildflower. And the background is the dead straw, the dead grass everywhere that's brown because we're in the Bay Area. And it is, this is what, oh, and the cows walk, they've got cows on the hill eating all this dead brush. And then making the poop. And so, Basil met, meets a French bulldog. And those dogs are the cutest things. And this French bulldog <laughs> has this attitude. And he's coming up to Basil. And the lady has got the French bulldog on a leash. Which I don't understand leashes. Yes, I know you don't want your dog to get away. But it is imperative. First thing, first rule of Fight Club, first rule of dog ownership is you teach your dog how to come back to you by command. It's Im very imperative you teach them these things. And, which is what I went to school to do. And Basil comes back. Well, now he's old enough that he, he sticks by my side no matter what. But this lady had this dog on a leash. So this little dog, they feel empowered when they're on the leash is what I'm saying. When they're off the leash, then they're, they're in the world. It's like when you take a kid, a bratty kid, is I want this, I want that. Well, it's not my fault. Well, it's not my fault. God, who recorded that is so low. Bring it up. Well, it's not my fault. Thank you. We'll go live. Uh. Anarchy! I don't even know what that means, but I love it. And. That you take the bratty kid and you just throw him out into the just throw him out just get him out just blah throwing you ah out out no and they're out into the world yep there's not a person in this room who hasn't done that and then when they're in the real world they have to fend for themselves case in point moi so that's what you do. You take the dog off the leash. The dog can sniff and walk around and run away from the dog if he has to. You know, it's it's there open in the open. And we, there we were in this big open space. Just this huge bit of nature with the trees and the little birds. And yeah. So Basil sniffing this wonderful French bulldog. See that picture at mikesdailypodcast.com. It's pretty hilarious. And Basil's playing and running around. And he's got all this pep. And it makes me happy. Because you get worried. The older they get, you know, are they just going to... They're not just going to keel over and die. Like, they, you want them to live, right? You just want them to... I, I guess it's what... You don't want anyone that you love to keel over and die, I guess is the point. Is that what my point is? I guess it is. I like the way you say that. Thank you. I will tell you about a very horrible Alabama radio day that I had. This was a little over 10 years ago. And it involved just a little, just a smidge over 10 years ago. 
It involved my then wife and a company whose name rhymes with Mubilis. And there was involved a a carrot that they shoved in my face and I chased after, I chased across the country for the position of being the program director for a radio station. That's all I ever wanted when I got into radio. Hey, I'm in radio and now I'm a program director. So I'm in charge of the music and everything of the jocks and what we play. No, I was not in charge of any of that. That was all predetermined. That yes, no, no. So I took the job. I was doing the job. I was married, and then they tell me, "Well, you got to promote the station because we just launched. So you've got to drive around Huntsville. You got to do three remotes." At horrible locations One was at a gas station With flies buzzing around Another was a hardware store That was I don't know There might have been KKK followers in the back Who knows There was uh, Somewhere I know that's a broad brush stroke But I had the feeling When I was there It was weird And then It all wrapped up In the evening At a nightclub With very salty fries And so All three of these locations I'm standing there I had to set up my own tent Because the promotions guy Whose name rhymes with Aaron He would not I've I've worked with some crazy Aaron's in radio Very undependable Like Nice guys overall Like you'd maybe want to invite them to your barbecue But as a whole As is in their job They can't do their job Basically what it is It's a fact They'll admit it So This guy Is supposed to be My promotions guy He's supposed to set up A booth He's supposed to set up A tent Set up my music No I had to do all that I had to do Everything Oh And In the morning I had to do A special seminar That Where I had to stand In front of a bunch Of potential clients For the radio station we had to make this room up all nice. They had it catered. And we're supposed to pitch this brand new station idea to these clients that already advertised on other radio stations that this company owned. So did all that. Meanwhile, while that is going on, I'm having a marital spat. My then wife is not talking to me and is freezing me out. Oh, you know that. You know how that goes. Oh, God. And then it's pouring down rain. It's this crazy Alabama weather where one second it'll be beautiful as you like. I was so British. Beautiful as you like. And then in the next moment, it's pouring down rain. I mean, you couldn't see your hand in front of your face. It was uh, rain sound effects now. Here we go. I'm James Cord. And at that point, I'm driving this horrible, huge truck that's like a boat in this water, in this rain. And I um, want to crash. I, this is the only time in my life I've really wanted to drive off the road and smash into a tree. It was, it was that kind of intense sadness. 
that I felt because this is all I had ever wanted to do in radio. Back when I was a kid, I had a radio and I'd listen to it all the time. And then I discovered, oh, hey, it's got a cassette recorder thingy in it. So I recorded it and recorded my, those tapes are long gone. You'll never find them. They went into a trash in the eighties. So yeah, I've always liked the whole concept of audio and painting pictures and the fun that you can do with this medium. But that was not the best day. So I was remembering that and relating that story to my lovely lady friend. And I told her, you know, there are aspects of the day that I am telling you now that I've never told my wife because I tried to tell her and she didn't care. She was more just wanting to be upset with me that day. And it was the worst day to do it. So just a horrible, whole. it was in a, fe- it was February of 2007, uh, eight, 2008. Oh, another thing I remember very clearly is the Northridge Mall. Although this goes way, way further back than that in the 80s, 70s and 80s. I used to go to the Northridge Mall with my mom. We'd go school shopping. We'd go to the Northridge Mall with my friend that lived in Northridge. And we'd go to the movies. Saw a really depressing movie about a dolphin there. It was so sad. I, it was like a, a dog died. It was on an island. There was, it was sadness. And then there was... <laughs> that's what I remember. So the Northridge Mall is memorable because during the Northridge earthquake, it collapsed. It was just utterly devastated, utterly devastated. And I did not know that despite all the devastation, that it it was rebuilted. It was rebuilted with hard work, rebuilted with rebuilding equipment. And now it is the Northridge Fashion Mall. And I looked online at it just by happenstance two days ago and I I said oh my god this looks like every other mall I've ever been to so the point of that is the Northridge Mall da da and it's it's back I guess it's been back for a while crappy restaurants there's always a Mongolian barbecue oh probably the worst thing have you seen how much oil they put in that stuff it smells good but not good for you there was a Madame Ritabaga cartoon yesterday. I just didn't... I realized now where we poked a little fun at the whole Supreme Court thing. And then the Anthony Kennedy thing comes out. He's retiring July 31st. He's almost 82. Here's the thing about that. As I mentioned on the last show, Democrats are not having... A, it's not good. It's not been good for them this week. Anthony Kennedy was a swing vote. Although lately, it's like we've had no Anthony Kennedy at all because he's been very, uh, all the rulings coming down, he's been not a friend of the Democrats. He was a friend of the Democrats in a couple of key things. Uh, Equal rights or equal marriage, the marriage equality, that's what I mean. With uh, upholding Roe versus Wade, of uh, well, where he was against the Democrats was the deciding of the election in 2000. Gave it to George W. Bush, and uh, he 
So, so you know, it's not not like he's always been helpful to the liberals, but he has in some key things. So, the point is, there'll never be another Kennedy, another justice who just didn't care, who all of a sudden he would be like, wait a minute. Um, maybe I I can't follow blindly the conservatives because they're being blinded by their stupidity. So I'll uh, go over here to more of the Democrat side. And we're not going to find that kind of person. That's my opinion anyway. Just the way the writing on the wall is. So we're going to have a very conservative Supreme Court. We're going to have, I've heard some people say Roe versus Wade. Its days are really numbered now. So... What's that mean? That means that the states will decide. What does that mean? Does that mean people will leave a state because it it has changed its uh, view because it now has the freedom to say uh, no abortion? And will will people move with their convictions? And how does how does this affect the country? These are questions I'm not going to answer because I'm not smart enough. Hell, I tried to explain the whole Supreme Court decision. About the uh, travel ban yesterday And I went back and listened to it And I, I cringed the whole time It was kind of fun Cringing is fun Because you know you're getting that exercise Your muscles are working To cringe So At any rate I'm not going to try and explain I'm awful, I'm awful at explaining this stuff All I know is There's a big change happening I got to make a little thing I'm going to play this for you right here uh, this got played on the radio a couple times. And, oh, let me just check a little thingy here on the radio. And I like to say a little thingy. Here we go. Okay, that's working. Okay, I'm doing my job simultaneously while I'm talking to you. Shh. I made this. It's a mega backdoor Roth IRA. Doesn't that sound amazing? Even though the topic is... <laughs> Yeah, well, one of the shows I help produce does does an entire show about that. Yeah, that's what I do. Hey, here's a complaint about, um, oh, one of the guys, so this guy that does the show, he is always harping on people like, you buy coffee, you buy expensive coffee, and you drive down the road in your brand new Lexus or Tesla and you're not saving for retirement. And he just comes out and says that constantly. And that does no good. It's no bueno. And I was talking to my lovely lady friend about how that kind of tactic is very annoying. And is just not... Because people, if you're enjoying your coffee, you're enjoying your coffee. There's no... I can tell you... And you know, because you know the facts. You know that that coffee is expensive and it's taking money out of your pocket that could go to something else that you need. That's something that you're having that you want. We know the differences between needs and wants. That yelling at someone and saying, you shouldn't do that. That's just stupid. It, it goes, and it's pointless and it does not serve any purpose. So it actually, I think... Pe- makes people even more entrenched in buying that coffee. Oh yeah, I'm going to the store now and buying the coffee. To which I say, Pete's coffee. I I had to go to it yesterday because I had to get someone that I work with, Marco, Marco who I work with, who did the Marco minute. I would play you that sounder, but you've heard it a million times. The thing is, 
I had to go and get him a, a nice little drink from there because he did something nice for me. And this thing, I, I'm not going back to Pete's, I swear. Their, their menu is all confusing. It's all about like you order something and then you got to add stuff to it. And it, it's just expensive as hell. I don't get Pete's. Pete's is done. You're dead to me, Pete's. And I thought we were going to make espresso. Were we going to make espresso? I was going to make espresso. I thought so. He forgot his latte. All right, I'm going to zip through this other stuff. Uh, in front of my lovely lady friend the other day, there's a huge spider. It wasn't that big. There was a spider crawling across the floor, and she saw it. And because every woman, and I know this is sexist in every possible way, but this is what I have observed. Every woman that I've known, when they see a spider, they go, oh my God, like they, they have some kind of immediate visceral reaction and I end up having to kill it. Just, I, I've just gotten conditioned to kill spiders. So the spider was crawling across the floor and she went, oh my God, and I killed it. And here's the thing is I, I could have just as easily just taken a little Kleenex, picked it up very gently. The door was right there. In fact, my lady friend is pointing at the door like right after I killed it, like, ah, you could have just taken him outside. I know it's just a little spider, but it's, I now have to recondition myself not to just kill something. What? A spider? All right. I'll take care of it. Dead. Brian Adams apparently had a thing with Princess Diana I did not know about. Apparently he uh, just would roll roll up to her. This is what he said. He'd roll up to the castle, walk in. I don't know if this is when she was married or not. And they had a thing. Also, apparently, uh, Brian Adams took a picture of a part of his body and gave it to Elton John for some particular reason. And Elton John still owns that said picture. And Facebook has abandoned drones. They have this fascinating thing, what they were doing. I talked about this back when they were doing it, where they got these planes flying in the air that are beaming down Wi-Fi to countries that can't get the internet. And they've abandoned it. They've abandoned it, and I know Google still does it. Google's got something with hot air balloons that they're doing it. Up, up away, my beautiful balloon. It just can't, that kind of thing, that kind of idea, it's amazing. It's very forward thinking. It's very almost steampunky with the whole hot air balloons in the sky beaming down Wi-Fi signals. But I mean, if I just explain that to you just now in your rational mind, don't you go, "Uh uh-uh, there's no possible way that can sustain itself. I mean, you have to constantly fill these balloons and put them up in the air or you got to constantly, the the drones were supposedly solar powered, but what happens if they fly into a dark cloud? And I don't know. It just seemed like a lot of work that Facebook was doing when right now they got to, they got to try and keep people using it because of all the stupid stuff they do. You know, we have a basic responsibility to protect people's data. And if we can't do that, then we don't deserve to have the opportunity to serve people. Drop the the. Drop the just the. Facebook. Not the Facebook, just the Facebook. Finally, as we go outside a cafe anyway, we're bringing Mike's Daily Podcast somewhere in Podcaster Valley. I cannot say clearly enough how annoying the word Cali is. Do not use it. 
when I called the podcast a couple podcasts ago, Cali, I looked up the word Cali online using Bing because I get Bing points. Because I get Bing points. Where's that noise that I like to do where I say Bing? No, that's not it. Bing! There we go. Uh, so I get Bing points when I use the thing. And it said Cali. An annoying way of saying California. So I'm, I'm vindicated. And that, that's a do not call California Cali. It is it is annoying to Californians and stop it. If you're trying to be annoying to Californians, go right ahead. But in all cases, I would say no. And if you're offended by that. But if you get offended, that's the way the cookie crumbles. No. <laughs> that's the end of the show. Next show, we will have the wonderful people. Madame Rutabaga Valentino and Bison Bentley. Be careful, spiders. Don't say the word Kelly. Uh, uh, Brian Adams and Brian Adams songs. Brian Adams. Now, we don't have to end the show with a Brian Adams song. We'll end the show with a thought that I am going to try to get more sleep tonight. Wish me luck, will you? Get more sleep. I guess that's how we'll end the show. And it's almost Friday. Yay! Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye!